Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 74 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon Cunningham is going to be with us. In fact, he's bringing a special guest, Tasha Shaded. Now, Tasha just took a leap of faith. She opened up LifeFit Personal Training Studio in Corpus Christi, Texas. Why? Because she can. Uh, but seriously, she is naturally certified. She's certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, and she just won the Muscle Mania Federation's Natural Figure Pro status in 2016. She's raising three children. She's happily married, and she just took a leap of faith and opened up her own business, not knowing how to do it. So she's learning as she goes. We have her on the show in this episode to share with us why she is so fit, why she decided to open up this studio, and what she's learned along the way in raising a family while also running a full-time business. So here we go with Tasha on episode 74. All right, here we are. We got Brandon back to the show. Brandon, how are you doing on this fine time of the day that we don't know? (laughs) It always sounds like I went somewhere, and I really don't go anywhere. I whatever, stay right here waiting yeah, on you. Whatever time it is right now for you listening, that's when we're recording this. Okay, just exactly. pretend. Yeah. So how have you been? Uh, it's, a, it's great Easter weekend. Uh, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, whatever <laughs> holiday you happen to be celebrating. Merry New Year. Okay. Uh, and we brought in a special guest, a friend of ours, going well, way back, and also a fitness coach. Yep. Yeah, and got some exciting news. So tell us about our guest, and then I'll, I'll hit our guest with that icebreaker question I love to hit people with. Well, some guests take longer than others, but I finally got Tasha Shaded on the, on the uh, podcast. Yay! She's, uh, she's one of these people that is, uh, phenomenal because she does a million different things, but, to fit into the beyond the rut mold. She's one of these people that gets in a rut for like milliseconds and then jumps out of it and does something else really big and <laughs> challenges herself. So I knew a long time ago that I really wanted her to have on. I, I love her and her husband and she's got a phenomenal family. She's got an Aggie daughter. So, you know, obviously her daughter's awesome too, but uh, just a great story. And so I wanted to have her on and, and share some of her story. So I've got to ask you, Tasha, uh, it's a game I like to play called Six Degrees of Separation, Fact or Fiction. So you're going to answer this question. Tell us within six degrees how you're connected to this celebrity. And then Brandon is going to guess whether that story is fact or fiction. I think right now his score is four to three. Four times he's been right. Three times he's been wrong. I I, I might have made that score up. I might not. Who knows? I, I listen <laughs> I to the show a lot. So, uh, so here you go. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. So Six Degrees of Separation. How are you connected to... Renee Zellweger. Well, she's married to my second cousin's brother, believe it or not. Wow. All right. That seems legitimate because I know that Tasha's from uh, East Texas, and I think Renee may have some connections to East Texas. So I'm going to say true. And the answer is? False. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's like the third time in a row I've I've been excited. They're like, oh, we finally found somebody who's really connected to Renee Zellweger. And she just spit yeah. it out there so quick. I, I thought, well, maybe, maybe she's been hiding that all this time. <laughs> I don't know what that makes me look like if I'm a really good liar or a really good storyteller. I don't know. There you go. I think we've got our hopes up of having Renee Zellweger on the show that 
we'll just believe That's anything true. at this point. Like, really? Was, How do we get in touch with her? As a personal trainer, you want your trainer to be able to lie to some extent because you want them to tell you you're making progress. Sometimes when maybe you're not <laughs> to encourage you to keep going and that kind of thing. So, uh, but let, let's jump right into your story because, uh, you do a lot of things, you know, mother of three and, and your kids, uh, are in a lot of things. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. And, uh, we've known your husband for a really long time. I know he does a lot of stuff. Walk us through a little bit what happened maybe about, uh, I don't know, six, eight months ago, a year ago, whenever you decided to get into fitness competition. Actually, it was about four years ago when I when I decided um, to do my first competition. I actually had no desire at all to do one. I actually just followed a lady on Facebook and reached out to her because she competed. I wanted to get some information on nutrition and how I could um, improve my physique and, you know, my fitness lifestyle. And I met with her and she's the one that actually convinced me to just try it out. And, you know, so she she coached me through my first show and I did terrible. Um, I came in second to last. In my mind, it was practically last. And it was just this huge blow to my, to my pride and, you know, to everything I had worked so hard for. And I actually just took that, that negative feeling that I got from competing, which shouldn't be, but it actually is. It can be a very negative, unhealthy sport. But I took that and applied my faith to it. And I thought, you know what? My, my value is not in what a man says, you know, man says it is from this, from stage. You know, my value is based on who I am in Christ. He says, you know, I'm valuable. He says, I'm number one. And I learned right right then and there to separate myself from that failure that I thought was a failure on the stage to actually the win that I did by competing and completing the goal that I set out to do. And I just found it, you know, my passion was I didn't want other women to go through it and have that same, you know, downfall and backslide and um, that I had felt that first time. So I kind of made it my goal to continue to compete, even if I wasn't, you know, going to win or wasn't going to be the best. Right. And just to, to take other women through that experience with a positive outcome, you know, to show them that they have control over, you know, all of these things that you have to put forth to go through a competition. It created a team called Women of Strength. And uh, we just actually bonded and you know, I had such a great outcome with all of these ladies and they got to go through competition wow. and uh, not all of them won, but most of them placed. But it was just the positive, uplifting spirit that they had going through this whole thing. It was awesome. So maybe that was the point all along. It wasn't necessarily for you to win. It was for, for God to use you to create something bigger. And, and I would hope the people listening hear that as, as, you know, what was considered a loss, a failure was in order to get you to a place where you would produce the results that were ultimately wanted. And, and you did that with a group of women. Yeah. It was great. Um, and I, I just, I have a soft spot for, you know, that newbie or for that, you know, that person who maybe never felt like they were good enough or never going to achieve anything. It's the, the win isn't in the trophy. It's not in actually being the best person on stage because we don't have any control over who shows up. Right. So you just have to be <laughs> your best you. You have to put in your best effort, you know, hit your diet every day, give your best for your workouts every day and, and just stay positive um, and focus on, you know, attaining the goal. Right. And of course, our goal is to win. That's great. <laughs> That's just the icing on the cake. But then it, it became where 
you know, I was getting better and better with every show. I was kind of moving up, you know, fifth place, third place, second place. And when I got second place, I thought, man, I was so close to getting first. (laughs) And I really just thought, I'm going to give it my all and do my best. And I'm just going to go in there and try to do it. You know, I'm going to try to win um, my pro card. And I just kind of made it a, a goal. I had the greatest coach, you know, Jeff Pelusio with Sports <laughs> Fitness Solutions in, in Flower Bluff. He was just the best person. God put him in my life. And uh, he just poured into me every day. Like I was telling y'all earlier, every day when I showed up, he just encouraged me, poured into me. And he helped me to believe that I could win. And uh, and I did. Right. And it, it was just almost like, wow, you know, someone believed in me more than I believed in myself. And I achieved this goal. And now I just feel like that's as far as I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really want to help other people. I want to pour into other people like he did me, um, like I did those women. That to me is um, a greater prize to see the confidence that people can have and that belief in themselves, you know, because this world just beats you down. <laughs> right. And bodybuilding shows absolutely can beat you down. And, uh, you know, if, if you just know who you are in Christ and, that's really all that's important. So. That, that's a great way of looking at it too, because you went into this with, you know, on paper, it was an initial failure, but it was in order to get you on the right path of where you needed to go. But you didn't go into it to, to earn anything from the outside. This was your personal goal, but you also didn't do it alone. I mean, you were in good shape and you took care of yourself anyway, but you needed people around you like Jeff and, and I'm sure others, uh, to encourage you and, and to just tell you that you can do it because we're not all going to wake up every morning and go, yes, I can do this. Some mornings you wake up and you say, you know, just forget it. I don't want to work out. I don't even want to get out of bed, much less work out and eat right and do all those things. So you've got to surround yourself with a good team. And I think what you're doing now is you're building multiple teams of, of, of women that are going to go out and do the exact same thing you're talking about. Absolutely. I mean, every one of those women have been empowered by that, you know, going through that competition. Um, you know, my, my very best friends, um, you know, the, the lady I was saying, Rosemary, she, She's the one that got me competing. And now uh, after four years, she's one of my closest friends. Um, on the days that I feel down, I'm like, you know what? I can't do this or I don't feel it. Or, you know, she she just encourages me, inspires me, uplifts me. And uh, I do the same for her. She gets down. My friend Faith has always been just this positive, you know, spirit in my life that just speaks into me. And, and, I, and I do the same for her. Um, just who you surround yourself with, you know. <laughs> That's if you're around so a bunch true. of losers, you're going to be a loser. If you're around a bunch of winner, winners and, you know, people who are just positive, right. you're going to be more positive. Is it Jim Rohn who says, show me the five people you spend the most time with and that's your future? Exactly. And, you know, our parents said it, our grandparents said it because it's just one, it's like gravity. It's just a true fact of the world. If you surround, like you just said, you surround yourself with a bunch of people that are out of shape, not running a business or broke or, you know, messed up lives and marriage, kids, whatever. That's how your life's going to go. So it makes sense that if you surround yourself with people with strong marriages, strong finances, strong, you know, education and lives, that's how your life's going to go. Absolutely. You know, and I'm also super blessed because my husband is the most supportive and encouraging, loving man. He puts up with so much. You know, I I put myself through so much. And, uh, you know, by the time he gets home from long hours, you know, I'm just like, I'm at the end of my rope. But uh, he deals with me and he just he just (laughs) loves me. And 
we have that mutual respect for each other and we've just figured out how to work together. Right. Um, Cause I still have to be a wife, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and a mother and take care of my household duties. And so, right. you know, it's hard to hit it in the gym and diet and do all, put all the stressors in my life that I do and still need to, you know, be happy and someone who's pleasant to be around when he comes <laughs> home after a long day of work. So, so there's also a balance. Right. Yeah. I was just going to ask, how do you find that balance? Because you have three kids and one's in college and one, uh, he, Ethan swims and, uh, then you have a little one. I can't remember how old she is now. Sally, she's eight. Alex, she plays eight. basketball. So, so you've got all of that. Plus, you know, we know Chris, we know Chris works a lot. Uh, and what I love about Chris before we get into kind of how you balance that, but I, a little shout out for Chris hey, is, Chris. is, uh, Every time I talk to Chris, no matter where I'm at or wh- how we run into each other, he talks about you. And so, you know, the guys out there listening and girls, if you're listening, the more you talk about your spouse, the more that projects onto them somehow. You know, it just it speaks life into your marriage and your your relationships. The more you speak about the people that matter to you most. So that, that's a good piece of advice. Right? Yeah, do it positively, yeah. obviously. You know, it's like surrounding. If you're surrounded by people that talk negative about their spouse, don't be with those people. Go someplace else. But Chris does a good job of that. Yeah, he he's definitely one of my biggest accomplishments, I feel, is our marriage. You know, we we really work hard and we have great communication skills. Let me say he has great communication skills. That's his, that's definitely his strong point. And that's the key to a good marriage is communicating, right. talking about things. Um, but yeah, I, he he's like the biggest blessing. Oh, you've so. straightened him out a lot. I mean, he was pretty messed yeah. up. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. We, I think we know the before. She <laughs> got him on the side of the road and, and really cleaned him. He, he was kind of one of those fixer uppers, but no, he's a good guy. <laughs> So how how do you balance you know the the young kids and uh, running your own business and you know you have many other interests I know you you do uh, you sing at church you do a lot of things in the church you also have uh, other side businesses and stuff so how do you balance that on just a day to day basis? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Cap Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. You know, I think it's maybe like the little bit of uh, hyperactivity I have in me, <laughs> ADHD, I think they call that. But so being unmedicated, I'm, I'm able to bounce around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That is your medication to just burn it off. Really the truth. But, um, (laughs) you know, you just people are resilient and they'll they'll deal with what they're given. So you just kind of learn to do it. But it's a more importantly, I think it's the mindset. So you you can create like the stress just by what what you think, you know, in your mind. Oh, I can't handle everything. Oh, I'm so stressed. Or, you know, I know when I do that, that it creates that tightness in my chest that doesn't help me, you know, accomplish anything. 
Um, and I just try to give everything to God. I'm like, you know, I thank God for all these things that he's given me, all these responsibilities. And uh, I try to really um, keep my focus on, you know, on God and uh, fulfilling his will and being thankful and grateful for everything. And just having that positive mindset really, you know, helps you just deal with what's in front of you. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, for someone who wants to lose a lot of weight, they're thinking about down the road, you know, months from now, how are they going to get there? You know, and I tell them, just focus on today, like right. focus on your next meal. It needs to be clean. Focus on getting your workout in. Focus on, you know, what you can attain today. If you take on too much, you bite off too much, it gets overwhelming. And that's where we start creating, you know, the stress and anxiety. And then that takes away, you know, like I said, your ability to produce, you know, what you need to do that day. So let's take it a little little bit at a time. It kind of goes along with what you were saying about who you surround yourself. It's how you speak to yourself. You know, how are you, what are you saying to yourself in the morning and then, and at, at lunch or dinner when you're eating or maybe you're going to bed is, you know, my, my life is so stressed. I've got so much to do as opposed to the way you put it. All this stuff God's given me to, to manage, then I'm supposed to manage it. So if he's given it to me to manage, I must have the ability. So I've got to get in there and do that. And, and talking positive to yourself, you and Chris both, and, and I've been around your kids a lot too. Uh, they're just a positive influence on it. Y'all are all positive people. I just don't hear negativity from you. And, you know, and, and I know it's hard because I've got kids and, and married and everything else, but you don't let those things dominate the conversation. So you don't hear it that much. And we, and I do. I mean, um, that's actually one thing that I've really struggled with is, um, being kind of pessimistic and always thinking of the worst and, you know, being negative. But as I've, you know, been older and like you said, the the people I surround myself with, it kind of makes you the odd man out. If you're like <laughs> Debbie Downer, nobody right. really wants to be around you. Um, and it just, it doesn't help anything. Um, <laughs> so That's I've true. just tried to, you know, I wake up in the morning when I open my eyes, I, I really try to make it habitual, you know, just to thank you God that, that I'm awake today and thank you for this day and gratitude. Um, I read a book about um, three years ago called change your thinking, change your life by Brian Tracy. Hmm. And uh, it just, that was it. It just, there was something I read in that book about, you know, being grateful. And, you know, I I remember the day my life changed my, my way of thinking changed was um, I was dropping my son off freshman year of high school to swim (laughs) And uh, I just remember, you know, five or six o'clock in the morning and I'm parked in the dark, let my kid out of the car. And I just remember watching him walk up the sidewalk. And I was just like, thank you, God, for allowing my son to have something that brings positivity into him that he's excelling at, you know, just and I just sat there and I just started thanking God. And I thanked him all the way home. You know, thank you for my husband, for my kids, for my life and all these things. And that was just the the beginning of it. Right. Now I don't have the exact date, but I remember that day. And that's when my my thinking changed. My life really changed from that day on. And how long ago was that? He's uh, three, that was years, three ago. years ago. Three years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was going to say he's a junior. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I remember when he was a little kid getting on the because uh, Kayla and Avery went to uh, student 
church together. And I remember when he was one of the little kids like Maddie, just running around getting on everybody's nerves. And now he's a junior in high school. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to pitch. I was like, wait a minute. How was that three years ago? But yeah, kids grow how, fast. So Yeah, time flies, right? And he's not just your average swimmer either. He's he's like blowing the doors off of the thing. Yeah, he's really good. He he was gifted. I mean, God gifted him with a talent that, you know, you don't just start swimming for the first time in your life and then go to state. Right. You know? <laughs> I think that's what's so cool. We may end up having to have him on here because he had never swam before that. I mean, like as far as any kind of competition, just being in a pool or something. And uh, how long, how many times has he been to state? Was it just this year or? He went he, last year. He went last year too. Yeah. And he got a new coach this year and that coach said, very, very seldom in his 20 year career has he seen a kid who is so good at all of the strokes. Yeah. You now he said, you know, for him to have never been in a pool and swam before his freshman year, he says, I've never seen a kid that is so good at every single stroke. Um, and he just, he was just born that way. He looks, right. you know, he looks like a swimmer. He does. Mm-hmm. Does he do the flappy arm warm up thing like Michael Phelps? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually who he reminds me of. And it's funny because when I saw him prior to the swimming, you know, he's a little scrawny kid like most of them are prior to, to high school and stuff. And then I saw a picture not too long ago, maybe about six months, a year ago or something like that. And I was like, no way that's the same kid. But I think he was standing with you and Chris. And I thought, okay, that <laughs> that's him. But wow, swimming yeah. does that to you too. He's passed me up. <laughs> so so recently you got really bored with your life not really having anything to do all day so you decided hey i'm gonna open up my own gym that'll be fun you know it's funny because i've <laughs> even though i hadn't worked for the last year and a half two years um i stay so busy you know with everything <laughs> that i do um but once i stepped out of a out of a, a job of you know personal training and i focused on myself for a while um i just kept getting you know requests you know, can I train this person? Can you train me? And I didn't have anywhere to train them. Um, so I was turning people away, sending them to other trainers and, uh, it just kept on and kept on. And so finally, you know, when, when this all finished with my competing, uh, a friend of ours, we go to church together, you know, he just kept saying, why don't you open your own studio? And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't have the money to do that. And, and, uh, he got, our wills thinking because he said um he said well it's people like me you know we're we looked <laughs> for people like you who need money you know and i'm i'm like what does that even mean <laughs> you know like you're gonna just give me money yeah. in my <laughs> but, life uh, we call that a bank but okay those people do yeah, exist yeah. But he, you know he he said you know we look for you know people to invest our money into right but uh we actually it, it was kind of a god thing because we sold our house um And the money that we used to open the studio was the money we were going to use to remodel uh, our new place. So we're just kind of putting that remodel on hold until I pay my husband back. (laughs) He became my investor. Hey, there you go. So that's pretty cool. But now I'm I'm excited because I have a a personal training studio. It's it's not a gym, but it's just a personal training studio where now I have a great location. that is private. Um, it's it's very nicely finished out with all the equipment that I wanted um, to train somebody with. So I have a couple other trainers that are working with me that are very experienced, and uh, we are just hoping to get the word out on the island and you know start helping these residents out here learn how to you know create a healthier lifestyle, become more functionally fit, and you know be happier as they live longer and 
stay very active and you know just teaching people explain a little bit what the difference is between a gym and a personal training studio okay well a gym is where you can go in and, and pay for a membership to use their equipment um unassisted you know you just like a gold or athletic club um you just go in you know and hopefully you know what you're doing so you don't <laughs> injure yourself but the, the majority of the people that use a gym sit on a machine and just push some weight then they're not actually um you know controlling what they're doing as much as they're just loading a machine and pushing it so there's so much more to gaining functional fitness and strength mobility um, than just sitting on a machine so with a personal trainer in a, or a personal training studio they're going to pay for x amount of sessions and this trainer is going to have a program already designed tailored to their goals and they're going to walk them through make sure they're doing everything perfectly properly with good form um, teaching them the mind and and muscle connection you know how to you know utilize the equipment with their muscle um, because you can do a bicep curl and actually never really contract that muscle appropriately. Right. Um, and so that, you know, we're going to educate, teach, uh, be right there to make sure they don't get injured. And uh, they're going to see results a lot faster than just going in the gym and trying to do it on their own. That's a great way to put it. I've, I've always heard that too, because uh, Jeff is a good friend of mine too. And, and he always said, you know, you can go and spend two hours in a gym or maybe 30 minutes with a trainer and get better results in that 30 minutes than you're going to get two hours in a gym. Because like you said, you're going in there pushing weights. Maybe you learned it in high school when you were in gym or in football or something like that. Or maybe you've watched it on TV. So you think you know how to do it, but that's where about 90% of the injuries come from because you think you know what you're doing because you've seen it. But the things he taught me were just the, the actual form means way more than you breaking a sweat or doing a thousand pushups or something. You doing 10 pushups right can produce results way over a hundred or whatever. So right. you, you've been open a little over a week now, you said? Yeah. So how long did it take from the time you decided, yes, we're going to do it to the time when you opened the doors? Well, it's crazy. My last show was, um, the latter part of November. Um, it was probably right around Thanksgiving that, that the idea, you know, kind of started working its way. Um, and gosh, it was, I, I'm trying to remember when I signed my lease and, you know, I opened January the 9th. Wow. So it was just like barely over a month. <laughs> it was crazy. And everybody has an excuse. Well, it's winter, it's Christmas, it's Thanksgiving. We got this and that going on. And the whole time all that's going on, you're opening up your own uh, studio to, to do personal training and, and getting all that going. Now, you didn't have experience running a business prior to this, right? So you're having to yeah. learn all of that too. Yeah. I mean, handling my own personal training business was simple. You know, it's <laughs> keeping up with my clients, you know, my calendar, their sessions, you know, so it was just that little bit. Um, opening a business has so many more, you know, intricate details of, you know, software and taxes and <laughs> just so many things that go into it. And, uh, you know, the, the, um, contractors that you deal with and the, the equipment sells and just everything on back order, or they don't have this <laughs> or they lost your shipment or, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot more to deal with, but it's, it's fun. It's a great experience. And I'm glad I'm small. <laughs> Cause I couldn't imagine trying to open something really big. Um, 
But uh, I think I'm just about there. I, I got every, everything pretty much worked out. Now I'm just working out the little kinks that come along. You know, um, I'm able to address them as they as they show up. And it's good that my doors aren't just flooded <laughs> with people. And, um, and I'm able to work these things out because it's really important to me to deliver um, good customer service. I want everyone that comes in there to get what they pay for and more. So um, I, I want to deliver over the top results um i want people to be happy it's all about them it's right. not so much about making money because that'll come if people are happy if people are getting the results and uh you know the word will spread and that's that's my main thing is i want to take care of you know other people's needs that's one of the reasons i wanted everybody to hear your story because i knew you weren't doing it to try to build some sort of empire or something it's like you're truly passionate and concerned with each person that you're trying to work with you want to make everybody better and and like you said if you do something do it with such passion and 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 at such a level that the money will come and the reputation will come and, and everything else will fall into place but you've got to do it at the highest possible level you can and people will forgive the early mistakes but at some point you've got to get really good at this and so i think if anyone's listening thinking well yeah but that worked out for her and it worked out for her it's like just doing something every day and try to work out those little things and then you get to that point nobody starts out you know you didn't open the doors and after you signed the lease and 50 people signed up and you made a bunch <laughs> of money and they all lost weight and everything was great what that didn't it happen does, that way it takes those little what? bitty steps and a lot of frustration of nobody's knocking on the door nobody's going to come or you know the city does this or a permit or whatever I, I love the fact that from the moment you made the decision to open the studio to actually opening it, you said a little bit over a month, not a little bit over a decade, right. a little bit over a month. So you made that, you had the idea, you made a decision and you went and made it happen. And that there's so many people who have that idea. I want to write a book. I want to open up a hot dog stand. I uh, Actually, I do kind of want to open a hot dog stand, you know, the little cart with the umbrella. Sure. On the go wheels. for it. <laughs> I don't want to work it though. Like yeah. I, I just want to like for one day. You want to be that investor. <laughs> No, I, I, I probably just want to like have a hot dog stand job for a day yeah, and get, get fired the, the next day. Like, That's a good idea. Jerry, you gave away too much mustard. You're fired. Oh, but anyway, uh, tangent. Sorry. Uh, in any case that uh, you just went for it, you made a decision. So the power of a decision, you, you wanted to do something different that impacted people's lives and you went and made it happen. And there's so many people I run across who they, they don't make that decision. They have the idea and they say, someday I'll do this. And that's it. It it just that dream never takes off because they never make that decision. I will do this, and this is when I'm doing it, and I'm going now. And that's uh, the one thing that's really impressed me uh, about you is that you, you made that decision. You open the doors. People are coming in, and people's lives are being changed. And I just looked at the website. I was like, wow, she's got like a multitude of of trainers, yep. and this this is a real thing. People's lives are being thing. changed. Yeah. That's what I wanted to point out that you have your certification from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So you're not just somebody who really is good at working out and nutrition that's just doing this, but you're actually certified. Everything's licensed and this is the real deal. Yeah. I mean, I, when I became a trainer, um, Abel Gomez with Pure Fitness Solutions, um, he actually is the reason, you know, I, I chose that certification. I had chose a cheaper one, you know, on the internet and, <laughs> He said, no, you know, send that one back. And I want you to get this one because this is the elite certification to have. And uh, it was tough. I mean, I hadn't been in school for years and um, it was just so much um, 
you know, terminology and different things that I had to learn that uh, it was very overwhelming, but he helped me through my certification. He also was training me at the same time. So I had a really, you know, a great start because I didn't have to do it on my own. Um, I don't know if I could have done it on my own again. You know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was with someone's help and encouragement. Um, And then ever since, you know, you keep up with your education every two years. So I get another specialization, you know, every two years and you kind of get to choose if it's sports performance or weight management. Um, I have prenatal senior certification and a nutrition certification. So, you know, I don't know which one is going to be next, but (laughs) um, because it's never ending, you know, you're, you're constantly, there's so much information out there to know. And, you know, there's, there's a, you know, a hundred ways to skin a cat, but there's, there's a, there's a ton of ways to lose weight. There's, you know, really no wrong way. There may be some ways that are more damaging than others, some ways that are safer. Right. Um, and again, it's just preference. It's the, you know, the trainer's, you know, experience and uh, that that's going to get you the results. You know, there's, you could go to any other trainer, they could do it different and still get you some results, you know? Right. So uh, yeah, it's, it, we, we keep up with our CPR um, and that's just hands-on. Everybody that comes to you is going to have a different, issue that they need to be, you know, that needs to be addressed. And, you know, I don't know the answers to all of them and I don't claim to know everything. Um, so I can always find out, I can always, you know, refer them to somebody who, who does know more about their, you know, specific issue. And I happily refer out, I would rather them get results going with somebody else. Um, than me just taking the money. Cause that, again, that's not what it's about. Um, you know, one of my trainers, uh, his name is Tim Hamilton. He works with a lot of um, kids, athletes, and he has, you know, 20 plus years of experience. So if, if somebody comes to me with their, you know, their their athlete and they're like, I want you to train my daughter. She's on a volleyball team. I'm like, you know what? This guy has probably got more experience and more knowledge. And that's when I can just, you know, right. give somebody over to him because I know he's going to get them the results that they need. And he looks like a guy who should be wielding a sword and wearing like chain mail and be a knight of the round table kind of thing. I, I just saw this picture on the on the website. I was like, yeah, I can see him yeah. in like a movie about yeah. knights of the round table. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point too. You want to get trained by somebody who is fit. You know, it's like I, I, I told somebody just the other day, they were asking me about this financial planner. I was like, this financial planner is broke. Don't get financial advice from somebody who's broke. Go to a trainer that's living it out, not somebody that's doing it just for a job or for whatever reason. Yeah. I also brought on another trainer. Her name is Bree. And, uh, you know, she said her youngest client was 60 years old. And <laughs> wow. so she, she deals with hip replacements and knee replacements and, you know, cardiac patients and all kinds of rehabilitation um, type of, of uh, clients. And so if I get someone who's much older, I don't have as much experience working with this, the aging population as she does. Right. And I've seen her in action. You know, she's already taken on a couple of clients and she's amazing. <laughs> like the way she can, she can just carry on conversation. Um, she's really, really um, careful and, um, you know, protects their every move. And that's what's so important with the aging population. We don't want anyone to get injured. Right. Um, so, you know, that's her specialization. And they know, you know, with me, I've been in the bodybuilding world for, you know, four years. And I've kind of got to wrap my mind back around, you know, the the functional fitness starting from the ground up. But it's it's that's the way I was trained. You know, it's kind of like riding a bike. 
Right. But of course, I want to push. I want to push weight with everybody, <laughs> and you know, put some muscles on them, and you know. So that's what's great about you know the trainers that I have. Um, I also brought on two brand new trainers that have never trained anybody before, and I just see it as a great opportunity to grow them wow. the way that I want them to train, the way that I think it, it's best. And they're going to just add their own personality and their own flair with you know their style of training, but. You know, I was trained by some really great people and I have all that experience to pass down to them. So, yeah, thank you. I got a great team of trainers. That's a great attitude, too, because somebody poured into you, you're going to pour into other people. It's like somebody gave you a chance. So whatever, wherever you're at in life, somebody gave you a chance. Give somebody else a chance. Grab yeah. that kid that maybe just out of college or maybe couldn't get into college and teach them something. You know, get, give them a chance at whatever business you're in and, and get somebody you can help kind of lead up. I know there's too many people that say, well, the generation today is this, that, and the other, a bunch of lazy, you know, millennials or whatever. It's like, grab one of them and teach them something. And Spend somebody a said time that about us them. 20 years ago. Exactly. Like, oh, I tell people that all the time. Gen Our X. parents complained. We complained. Our grandparents complained. It's just life. But point yeah. into somebody and teach them something, you know. So how do they find your studio? How do people sign up and, and get perfectly fit and all that kind of good stuff? Well, they can always come in for um, a no-risk free assessment, and we can talk about their goals. Um, the number is 361-867-8028. Um, they can call, set up an assessment with any of us. Um, they can go on the website. It's lifefitpt.com. Um, find me on Facebook, LifeFitPT. Um, and, uh, yeah, we would you know, be happy to do an assessment with anybody, talk about their specific goals, and you know, direct them to what program is going to be best for them and their needs for their schedule, um, for their budget. There's there's many options. Um, so what do you so say to somebody that says, yeah, but I, I'm I'm really out of shape. I've never I don't, I don't even walk around the block. I eat McDonald's all the time and I'm just I'm really embarrassed to go to a place like yours and and get started. What would you say to somebody like that? And he's asking for a friend. Yeah, that, <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm in shape now. I'm happy. Oh, that's true. Mr. Triath. But, but on a serious note, how, how would you address that? Because I know somebody's listening going, yeah, well, that's for people who are already there. And it's like, that's not the people you're catering to the, the perfect athletes. You're, you're trying to help people. Yeah, not at all. I mean, um, you know, just if we could just get them in for an assessment to talk to us, um, you know, that's where you start building relationship and you earn that trust. You show them that it's a place um, that's judgment free because um, n not all of my trainers look like bodybuilders. They're just they're just women, and um, you know they're they're they love fitness. They're, they're healthy and they love you know helping other people be healthy. It's not all about physique. Um, it is about the way you feel about yourself, though. And there's something very empowering about you know becoming stronger. And and again, it's kind of like. If you're just focusing on the day in and the day out of being healthier, being more active, becoming fit, the physique takes care of itself. Um, when you're wow. eating right and you're making sure that you're getting your workouts in, the you know the leaning down and increasing that lean muscle that you know eventually you're going to look in the mirror and see you know that bicep popping through and those nice shoulders rounding out. All that just comes with working the process every day. Um, and you know I just would love the opportunity to talk to somebody who may feel uncomfortable about starting that 
this is very private. There's probably not ever going to be more than a couple of people in the facility if it's not a complete private session right. altogether. Right. Um, we all have started from, you know, from the ground up. We all had to walk into a gym for the first time. Right. Um, you know, I have my before pictures that, you know, before I was ever a trainer, you know, I saw a picture of myself and, you know, I didn't like the way I felt about myself. And uh, I didn't like getting on the scale and seeing the numbers go up, seeing the pant sizes go up. And, you know, I I just decided to make a change. And, um you know, it was just if they hear my story and and they see that, you know, the process just works right. and you got to yeah. start somewhere. So if you're scared or nervous, it's you just got to get there. You just have to, you know, get your shoes on, get in your car, come on <laughs> over and you're going to see that we're just so friendly. It's just such a positive, encouraging atmosphere. You know, and that's my goal is, right. like I said, this world will just beat you down. Everywhere you go, there's just negativity, there's judgment, there's just so much bad stuff going on. And when people come into Life Fit, you know, it's just going to be a place of inspiration, encouragement. Um, you know, we're just your cheerleaders. We're going right. to push you. Right. We're going to encourage you. And you're just going to leave there feeling like you can take on the world. And I had another trainer do that for me, and I want to do the same thing for everyone that walks in those doors. That is awesome. I, I, I would highly encourage anyone, if you're even remotely thinking about it, call and, and, and set up an appointment. And like Tasha said, you can do it maybe at one-on-one. -on -one, she'll meet you privately, whatever it is to, to get you started. Cause like she said, we've all walked into that gym for the first time. And you know, there's two guys over here that look like they've got like 1% body fat and the girls are over here with 0% body fat. And you're like, I'm the only fat guy here. And, and we get that mentality, but this is an opportunity to walk in and get help and basically get a team around you to get you to that point. Not to all look at you in point, but to actually, like you said, cheerlead. So I'm going to lead you down that path and be your biggest fan and, and make sure you make it. So we're going to yeah. put all of that in the show notes and the yes, address sir. and the website and all that kind of stuff. And I, the only thing I would say is if you're thinking about it, just do it. The only thing you have to lose is all of that negative stuff out of your life. Just get it, give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll, like I said, we'll put all that in the show notes. Anybody wants to get a hold of you, we'll make sure they can. And uh, we just had a blast talking to you and hearing, hearing your story today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. If you want to know more or, or find the resources that were mentioned in this episode, head over to beyondtherut.com slash 074. That's where we're keeping the show notes for this episode. The best way you can show your support for Beyond the Rut is by sharing us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Yes, give the gift of Beyond the Rut. Not because Brandon and I are cool, but because you like the message that you heard in today's story. And why keep it to ourselves? Share it with somebody. Have them share it with somebody else. We'll just keep paying it forward. That's all we've got for this episode. We look forward to catching you on the next one. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, 
They love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.